You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Social Media Decoded Podcast, the number one podcast to help you understand social media better so that you grow your business, get more clients, and monetize. And today, of course, we know I get so excited all the time when we have special guests, and we're talking to Naomi, all about scaling from side hustle to CEO, running an amazing business, working with influencers, all the things. So I hope that you are ready for a really great episode jam-packed with gems. So Naomi, thank you so much for joining me on the Social Media Decoded Podcast. How are you today? I am excellent. Thank you so much for having me today. Yeah. So please tell the listeners a little bit more about you and how did you get started with your business? We love the stories and how it all came about. So, um, so I am kind of a trifecta of all sorts. So I am an influencer content creator, and then I also am a creator business coach. So I help creators and influencers kind of navigate this monetization part of their journey. And I also manage influencers. So I work under an agency and we represent, um, you know, more established like full-time creators and help them with their brand deals and things like that. And I actually got into the influencer industry by accident, honestly. <laughs> so um, I, I, I was like super obsessed with makeup and skincare. And I got that from exploring, you know, beauty while I was in theater. So I did the, a little bit of theater in college. And so I acted and things like that. And they were like, oh, you have to put on a face of makeup. And I've never done that before. And so it opened up a world. It was kind of like, you know, Barbie dream house type thing. And it opened up a world of like things that I've never discovered before. And back then, um, Instagram was still pretty new. But like I would just like take pictures of things that I was buying because I was like, oh, my God, I just got a new job. Like I'm using my paycheck to like buy all the things that I want. And I would just post it on Instagram. And I didn't even know that there was a community, like a beauty community, and there were already influencers. And like the only thing the only thing I knew about influencers were YouTubers. And then I didn't know Instagram had its own kind of community. And then um, the more that I posted about things that I loved, it just kind of blew up. And then so that kind of started everything to where I was just sharing how I put on makeup, like, um, like tutorials, reviews, things like that. And then it carried over to YouTube. Um, And then, yeah, fast forward to today. I... (laughs) I'm doing something completely different and it's not makeup. (laughs) Wow. But we love the journey because I definitely have a similar story. I started off with natural hair and doing my hair online and doing using all the products and all the things. And so it's so cool to learn everybody's journey and how they got started Mm -hmm. and what, you know, they love because none of these things that we're doing now back in the day was even available or a thing right. to do, right? So we're like the trendsetters and we're doing mm-hmm. these amazing things. And so thanks for sharing that story because that's so awesome. I love right. makeup too now. Yeah. Skincare <laughs> is my thing. I recently 
um, was on TikTok, which we know is a place where like skincare and beauty is huge. And I recently found out about like this um, skincare cycle. I think it's called, I forgot what it's called, but it was like- skincare cycling, yes. Yes, cycling. And yes, there's this like dermatologist and she went like viral and all these things. And I done went and bought all the products. So if my skin, I don't have on any makeup, just a little bit of, you know, mascara, but hey- if it works right, so yeah, again, yeah. love, I've love, definitely love bought so many things just from TikTok. So being influenced, yeah, <laughs> being influenced. So let's talk. Let's talk about influencer marketing for a bit. So you said that you manage influencers. So there might be a lot of influencers listening who are wanting to work with brands. Could mm-hmm. you give them a few tips on like what are the do's and the don'ts that brands look for because. I know as well, working on the side where you're the ones that saying yes and no to the influencers and like working and partnering with the brands, it's kind of a different playing field. So what are your tips to an influencer who may just be starting out and they're like, I really want to work with brands and they want to be visible mm-hmm. to get those opportunities? Right. And honestly, it's you have to show up authentically yourself, first of all, like, you know, when a brand looks at or looks for influencers that they want to work with or creators that they want to work with, they want to see what makes you unique. And they want to see like, how does that uniqueness like impact the community that you're serving or the community that you're building? Like what is something that you bring to the table that no one else is going to bring to the table? And there, so there has to be value. There has to be story. There has to be connection. And so you have to work on those things. And that I think is like, I think foundational for not even just influencers, just anyone in general who is on social media trying to sell something, whether or not it's their products, their own products, their own services, or they're trying to become an influencer for a brand. And another thing too is not being scared to like share the products that you actually genuinely love. And I think there's this notion of like, well, I'm not going to share this if I'm not getting paid for it. But brands actually want to see that you are capable of creating marketing content. Because if you're not, if you're just sharing, like if you're just creating content to go viral or like just share whatever you want and there's no strategy behind it, like a brand is not going to want to hire you because they want content that can convert. And so that, and you know, you're doing that one to obviously get visibility from brands that be like, okay, like this is definitely something that we want to see as an ad or like as a promotional material. And then two, it's practice for you because you want to see what works and what doesn't for your community because, you know, and there's less risk because when you actually get hired by a brand, then now you take out the guessing game of whether or not this piece of content will work because you already know what works and what doesn't. So yeah, those are top two things that are off the top of my head. (laughs) Oh no, those were great gems. And I hope that everyone has picked those up because you're right. They do want to see what you can already do. It's like, it's like a a, a interview, right? When you go into an Mm -hmm. interview, they want to know what your previous work 
is. And as an influencer, I don't think that like, as if you're just starting out, like we can't expect, oh, you're going to pay me 10 grand for this one post. Like you have to build up to that. And like, you have to Mm -hmm. build a relationship with the brands too. Let's talk Mm -hmm. about relationship building, because I -hmm. feel like there may be a lot of influencers that don't really understand that part. And I think that this is a business relationship. So how should we go into this thinking about it as a business relationship and building so that we can get more long-term opportunities? Honestly, I mean, there's plenty of ways, obviously, but you know, you know, it's a two way street. So, like, it's a relate like a relationship is a two way street. So, I think I get a lot of people asking me if they should wait for the brand to reach out, if, or if they should be the one to reach out. If they're not reaching out to you, that means they're not seeing you. So, if you want them to see you, then you have to say hello, like, hi, it's me. <laughs> like, this is what I have to offer. So, like, I think you know. If there's no opportunities coming, then you need to take ownership of that and say, hey, like, how can I get those partnerships? So take the first step. And that's like, you know, and another thing, too, is a lot of creators like expect a a partnership off of like a cold email or, you know, from like it's kind of like dating, like when you have a first date, it's not going to be immediate connection. Like you have to build trust and there has to be like, you have to get to know the other person. And that's the same, that's the same way with a brand. Like they have to get to know who you are first. And, you know, and that comes with, you know, you getting to know, okay, like how do you guys work with influencers and asking like critical questions of like, how do you like, how, like, how do you, like, what kind of um, things do you look for when you're hiring a creator? Like, what is it that makes you want to pay them? Like, what are your KPIs? Like, what are, what, what are the measurements? So that you, it's one market research for you. And then two, you can offer yourself to be the solution. Be like, oh, like, that's exactly what I do. And actually, like, I, I did this organically before, and this is the result. And so like, that's the kind of conversations that you need to be having. And then another thing too is when you're building those relationships, you're kind of building rapport with with the brand and you want them to make their life easy. And so with that comes with a lot of professionalism. And I think like because um you know co- creating content on social media always starts a- out as a hobby for most influencers, most creators that the element of, oh, this is a job that I have to be professional now kind of gets lost in the sauce. And so when they start to kind of transition from it being a hobby to it being a job or it being a business, like they don't understand that, oh, I actually have to be serious about this. Yes, like we make it look fun in the content. It looks fun. The lifestyle looks fun. But when it comes to business, you have to be business minded. And with that, you have like brands always come back to creators who are professional and it has nothing to do with management of like, Oh, like, you know, you know, a manager is going to handle all the serious business stuff for me. No, like you have to be serious yourself because um, like, for example, like I have a lot of clients um, sometimes that have to take over the conversation because I just can't like, for example, like if I'm like, on a plane somewhere or it's a weekend and they have to handle the conversation themselves. Like they know 100% what to do and what to say. 
And that comes with experience and that comes with, okay, like this is my job, this is my livelihood, and this is how I handle things. And so um, brands come back to creators over and over when they see like, oh, like this person um, is very responsive, this person is on time, this person when they submit content, they are mindful of, you know, all of the talking points. There's no mi- very minimal edits. They send me the concept to approve before actually filming. They send or they they wait for the the brand approval before posting, like little things like that that you might not think are important, but very important to the brand because you're now an extension of them. They are legally like there's some liabilities when you're partnering with a brand. And so now like they pay attention to those things. And when they're considering casting creators later on, those are the things that they look at because they're like, okay, who's going to get give us the, you know, not necessarily like the obviously the best content, but also like who's gonna make our jobs the easiest. So, woo, that was a masterclass <laughs> that you just dropped on us. So thank you for sharing that. You might have to go back and listen. You know, you might have to rewind and go back and listen to this again because Naomi just dropped some gems, and I agree with everything that you said. And one thing too is sending the invoice, right? Like, oh yeah. I don't know where it is said that the brand is going to send you. No, we have to send the invoice from Mm -hmm. us. Right. And so that whole professionalism, totally, totally 100% agree. And Mm -hmm. you said something like, we have to start thinking about this serious. Like many people may not think influencer marketing is a serious thing, but it is. And when we take it serious, that's when the brands treat us as such. And then we have a great partnership, right? We're both serious Mm -hmm. about this. We're both have, interests yeah. that are built on KPIs. We're trying to help the brand too. So I'm glad you said that too. Mm-hmm. Like we need to know, like, are you really influential? Can you really reach people? How many people right. click on your stuff for real? So mm-hmm. that was really yeah. good. And you said <laughs> something else in there that sex segues us into the next question. Really taking this from a hobby to a business, right? And so you've been able to do that. And how have you done that? Do you have some tips on creators that might be listening? Maybe they want to do influencer management. Maybe they want to start a marketing agency. Maybe they want to do this full time. How do we take our side hustles and turn it into a full time business without pulling our hair out? And like three three tips you got. Um. Well, first of all, get a calendar. <laughs> So I think for me, like, that was one of the biggest things is like, you know, actually turning my day into an event. And that will carry on when you do it full time, because now you don't have a boss, you're your own boss. And so for me, when I started, I actually had a very um, demanding nine to five, I was a structural engineer, and I was a lead engineer for like a $500 million project. So that was not like a lollygagging nine to five. It was like serious. And for me, like during that time, like I was like working towards like replacing my income. And so, and with that is like, it wants you, like for me, I basically showed up on a high level because I knew that replacing a six figure income wasn't going to be easy and it needed discipline. 
So for me, like discipline was such a huge thing and such a huge factor with being an influencer and creator. And it's not just like one of those things that's an option for me. And once you determine that being a full-time creator is no longer an option, you decide to show up differently. And for me, like the the first way that I showed up was to make sure that I made time in my calendar to do all the tasks that I need to do. So like whether that's every single day I am um, sending emails to brands or applying to like jobs, like, you know, brand deals and things like that. And having that consistency, like literally every day I would do it. I would apply to a job. I would send an email. I would connect with a brand. That was routine. Like it wasn't even like, oh, I don't feel like doing it. It was like routine. And I didn't look at the results. I did not look at the results. I just like did it. And I was like, okay, that's part of the job. I did my, I did my part. And that's what started kind of giving me that momentum of like work. And that was just because I made sure I was disciplined. Like, I didn't care about the results of, like, brands are not saying yes or, like, brands are always sending gifted or whatever. Like, I didn't care about that. If it, if it was gifted, yes. Like, I have the power to say, okay, that doesn't work for me because I still had a job to fall back on. And so now I was building that momentum. And so when you transition that into, like, having a full – like, doing it full time, now you don't have a job to fall back on, those – habits that you have and like the discipline that you have will carry you through because now you're like, okay, now I know the kind of results that I'm getting from this much work. How can I amplify that so I can get more volume? Like how can I amplify that so that I have like the, the, the income that I need to live basically. And like, those are like the starter things that you have to pay attention to. It's not just content. Like, yes, content is great. Like that's going to get you the visibility. That's going to grow your followers. That's going to build your community and things like that. But you also have to make time for the business stuff, the parts that are ugly, the parts that you don't want to handle because it's what it's too hard or too overwhelming. You just don't know it yet. And usually when, you know, it's overwhelming or like you, um, it's basically, because you don't know how to how to handle it. But once you learn how to handle things, you've made mistakes, you know what not to do. And you learn from someone who, you know, like, let's say you invest in something or like you consume other people's content to learn what, like to figure out what to do. Once you have that and you've seen the results, it actually is really easy. Like, it, and it can be fun. And I mean, you know, that's what I do for a living now. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, like, you know, having a calendar um, is one thing and like having discipline is another. And I think like another thing too is to also like give yourself some grace. And I think like a lot of us get so bogged down when like, you know, um, something doesn't go viral or something doesn't go well. And like we tie our value to the result of our content or like the result of like, oh, I just got paid a hundred dollars for this. Like, you know, it's, it doesn't, it's not a reflection of you. And so when you're taking this like full time, you're going to get a lot of that. And so, you have to have a strong like mental fortitude that like this is my this is my value and that you know 
whatever, for example, if you get haters, like that is not my value. They only saw like 10 seconds of my life. Or like if this video flopped, that doesn't mean that you're a bad creator. It just means, you know, it, you, you, pro- you could probably try again. So, yeah. Yeah. But as another masterclass. <laughs> yes. Always try again. And you're right. Everything is not going to always hit the algorithm. That's what we have to know yeah. about Instagram. And plus there are many other platforms like having a podcast, an email list, YouTube. Mm-hmm. You don't have to just focus on one area. Yeah. So thanks for if sharing. Nobody that saw it. Delete it. <laughs> Start over. Post it again. <laughs> Do you know how many times people repost the same video? Oh yeah. I've, I've definitely repurposed the same video and it would click one time like, oh, yeah, I mean, I honestly like posted that four times, but. <laughs> yes. So all of those amazing gems. Again, you gave us another masterclass. That was so good. Like, again, please go back and listen to this episode. If you are enjoying <laughs> it, make sure you tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and let me know what you thought about today's episode. So this is one of my favorite parts of the podcast, which is the book portion. So along your journey as an entrepreneur, were there any books that you have turned to or podcast or maybe someone influential that you want to share with the listeners here today? Oh, God, there's so many. I have. I know there's so many. And I I know we have a whole like library on Audible, Libby. (laughs) So you're adding to that collection. Yeah. So um, one of my favorite authors is Simon Sinek. And I really love like all of his books. Like I love Start With Why, um, Leaders Eat Last. But I think The Infinite Game is like one of my favorites. Um, Just because like, you know, I think people always kind of put limitations based on like, oh, you only have six months in the year, but like you don't understand that like you're actually, you're playing even beyond that. Like you do know that there's more than, there's something else beyond the the 2023 (laughs) and that you get to try again. Like, you know, it's not the end all be all. Like if you fail, um, you get to get back up and, you know, um, it's okay for you to fall. Like, let's say you fall seven times, but as long as you get back eight times. And I think that is like one of the things that people get frustrated with, um, is that, you know, when things like don't work or like they've, they feel like they've tried everything, but it's just that one more, like try one more time. So Really like that book. Um, also really like Happy Pocket Full of Money. Um, it's um, actually r- written by um, an African guy. And um, I, th- I don't remember where he's from, but I think he's from Kenya. And I thought to myself, if this Kenyan guy has uh, this mindset around wealth, then I can think the same way about wealth being in a first world country. <laughs> And so it's it's such a great book. And it's like, you know, um, how you think about money, your relationship with money, your, your mindset around wealth, and how you can actualize that by just thinking about it in terms of energy. So... Ooh, two yeah. great books that you we all are going to have to add to our Audible and our Libby. Because remember, if you have a library card and you are in the United States, you can get Libby and download 
Audible books and also books like the Kindle. Okay. So use your library card and check out the app. And we all know about Audible. Yeah. Right. It's free if you have a library card. So we should all have a library card, everyone. So check out (laughs) Libby. So this has been such a great episode. You've shared so many gems from influencer marketing to taking our side hustle and really building a business. And you gave so many great points on not giving up. I think this was not only a great episode about some tips to help us in our business, but also very inspirational. Um, I think that the one thing that you said that really stuck with me today is persistence and really not stopping and keep going no matter what. If something fails, it's going to fail. I want to tell everybody here, it's going to fail, but you have to just keep going. So everything yeah, I Naomi said. It being an influencer once and I tried again. <laughs> if at first you don't succeed, yep. try, try again. That is the <laughs> message today. But before we head out, could you please let the listeners know where can we find you online if we want to chat with you and what you have going on in your world? Maybe someone wants to learn more about influencer marketing or maybe they are an influencer and they're looking for management. I don't know if you're hot, um, taking new clients, but there may be people listening that definitely need what you have. Yeah. So, um, I, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok. That's where I'm mainly at and that's where I'm hanging out. And my handle is Naomi's N-A-O-H-M-S. Um, that is my nickname that my parents, well, I don't know. Everyone calls me that now, but yeah, my parents, my aunties and my uncles used to call me that. So now you are now, I don't know, family, I guess. Um, (laughs) but as far as offers, like, obviously, like if you want to learn more about like how, like the, the framework that I've kind of built for myself on how to successfully, secure four five figure brand deals like i have my spawn master course that is um like a complete like course on how to um learn the business side of being a creator and influencer and yes i do um take on management clients conditionally and that really depends on like a few factors and that's like consistency and income and um how strong your inbound is so like those are mainly reserved for people who are more established creators. Um, But yes, we do have openings for clients if you are interested in that as well. And I do have a free class and um, I do have a free brand deal class for those of you who want to kind of turn your gifted partnerships into paid partnerships. And so if you have been struggling with turning that into paid partnerships, then I do have a free class and the link is naomsmedia.com slash offer. So N-A-O-H-M-S-M-E-D-I-A.com slash offer. Awesome. And we'll make sure we put all of that down below in the show notes as well. So we can check that out. That free class sounds very, very good. Okay. But thank you so much for sharing all the amazing gems today. We appreciate you for coming on the Social Media Decoded podcast. And we will talk to you all in the next one. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Social Media Decoded Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope that you got some gems. If you got some gems, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and share those gems with me. I cannot wait to talk to you all in the next one.